Welcome back, whiskey lovers. For those of you who are new here, this is the Whiskey Noobs Podcast, and I am your host, Chris. And today we are going to talk about finishing whiskey. What does it mean to finish whiskey, and what are the different types of finishes that a whiskey can have? This actually originated from a question that I received for the Q&A episode, or the FAQ episode, rather. And I decided I wanted to make it into a whole episode. So we will do that. But before we get into that, I do want to do the mystery tasting, which would normally be a mystery, but today is not a mystery. Once again, I know it's been a little while since I've actually done one as a mystery, so I will be doing more mystery tastings here soon. But the reason that it's not a mystery whiskey today is a pretty good reason, in my opinion, and that's because I'm going to taste the Infinity Bottle again. Since we just got past the one-year mark not too long ago, I decided to get the old Infinity bottle off the shelf and give it a try. So for those of you who don't know, if you haven't been around very long, this Infinity bottle that I have actually has all of the whiskeys that we've had on the show so far in it. And I taste it every once in a while. I usually go a a pretty long time without tasting it so we can add at least a few whiskeys to it. And it was actually recommended by a listener to do this. And so I thought that was a pretty cool idea. And now every once in a while, I do taste the Infinity bottle. So before we get into all the different types of finishes, let's taste this Infinity bottle. So if you've been around for a while, you know that there is a shot of Laphroaig in this Infinity bottle, and Laphroaig is a heavily peated scotch. And for a long time, that was just about all you could taste that dominated a lot of the flavor. Now I would compare this more to like a Johnny Walker, where it has that little bit of peatiness in it, but it's pretty well covered up. Um, you can still taste it without a doubt, but it's it's pretty well covered up, and there are a lot of scotches in this, so it actually does make it taste a bit like Johnny Walker, um, but it also has a little bit of like a depth and like a spiciness from the bourbon in it, so it's a pretty unique flavor, uh, which is a lot of the reason why a lot of people do Infinity Bottles, is because you can get pretty unique flavors from mixing all these different types of whiskeys. So I'm going to give it a couple more tastes, and I'll probably give some more specific notes here at the end, but that's just my initial reaction to it. So without further ado, let's talk about what the finish of a whiskey is. The finish of a whiskey or a finished whiskey is a whiskey that has been aged in a second barrel after its initial aging. So oftentimes you will age a whiskey in whatever primary barrel you want to use. And that is where it lives for the majority of its life. And then you bottle it up and you sell it. Well, finishing a whiskey means that you take it from that initial barrel and you put it into another one with a specific something going on, which we'll talk about here soon. And it gives it new flavors. And so a lot of times you can have whiskey and and the distinction that people typically make is with a finish It's just the second barrel is the finish. And this confused me for a while. A lot of times if your first barrel that you put it in is the only barrel that it lives in and that barrel has something special going on, like let's say it was a sherry barrel, you'll just say that it is aged in a sherry barrel. Whereas a lot a lot of times you'll call it a finish if it's the second barrel that the whiskey has been in. I know it's a little bit confusing and honestly, some of these tasting notes that I'm going to give, most of them, they could apply to whether or not it's the first or the second barrel, but it's just important to make that distinction because a lot of times, most of the time, colloquially, when I've talked to people, 
and when you see it online and when you read articles about it, when somebody says it is finished in, let's say, a sherry barrel, they mean that it was taken out of whatever primary aging barrel it was in and then put into a sherry barrel. So it's an important thing to take note of. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about all the different ways that a whiskey can be finished. And this doesn't just apply to bourbons or just to scotches. It applies to all whiskeys. Um, as you might recall, we actually just had an episode about finished bourbons. So people do do this to bourbons now as well as scotches and Irish whiskeys and all of the whiskeys. Uh, you might actually recall just last week we had a rum-finished whiskey on the show. That was the Pike Creek Rum Cask Finish. So... Whiskies can be all different kinds of whiskies can be finished all different kinds of ways is I guess the moral of the story. And I do want to mention there are probably other ways of finishing whiskey than what I have on my list for today. Actually, I know of a couple other kinds and there people could bring up different kinds all day long, but I'm just going to mention the most popular kinds of finishes because I think that's the most important. This will get you pretty far the list that we're going to go over today. So before we get into these specific finishes, one thing that I think is pretty important to make note of is the different names that you can call the wooden vessel that I refer to as a barrel just about 99% of the time. To me, that I just say barrel, and that's the easiest thing to say. But in case anybody is confused, if you see any of these words that I'm about to list off on a bottle... It is referring to the wooden vessel that it's aged in. If you picture a barrel, that'll get you pretty close. If you look up a photo of all the differences between all of these, they're all very similar, and they're all what you would probably consider a barrel if you just saw it. So the wooden vessel that the whiskey is aged or finished in can be referred to as a cask, a butt, a barrel, a drum, a barrique, there are also other names, but these are just the most popular that I see. Um, I believe there's also pipe for some of them, and th there are other various names. And you can find, like I said, photos of the differences between all of these. But I just wanted to bring that up in case you see like rum cask finish, and then you might see oak barrel finish. Uh, you might see something that says barrique on it, something like that. Those are all referring to the wooden vessels that you would probably refer to as a barrel if you are like me and you just see those things and you think, oh, that's a barrel. So I don't want anybody to get confused, so I just want to throw that out there. There are differences between them and there are distinguishing characteristics, but overall, the most important thing is for you to know that that is the wooden vessel that it's aged in that they're talking about. So first up, we have a wood finish, and this can be different types of wood, but it typically refers to an unused barrel where you take it out of the first barrel and you put it into a different barrel that is unused in order to give it new flavors. And as I mentioned, there can be different types of wood, and so what I want to foreshadow with all of these notes that I'm about to give you for this and for all of the other types of finishes are that these notes are very vague and may not always apply. Um, all of them may not apply. Some of them might apply. Sometimes other notes might apply. These are very, very general notes because each of these types of finishes typically has other subcategories within it, as you're about to see, and those will give it different types of notes. But for a wood finish, you can typically expect oakiness, woodiness, uh, and sometimes like spices and vanilla. And then also as a subcategory of wood finish, at least I put it as a subcategory, I put toasted. And this is something that's becoming increasingly popular amongst bourbons especially. And this is where you take a brand new barrel, once again, and instead of charring it, you toast it, which is like a lighter burn to it. 
And they say this gives it a little bit more of an oak, a little bit more of a vanilla, a sweetness to it. And like I said, this is a little bit newer, um, but it is a growing in popularity type of finish. So I just wanted to make sure I threw that in there. Now, the next type that we have is actually what was on last week's episode, and that is a rum finish. So if you were around for last week's episode, you saw we drank Pike Creek Rum Cask Finish Canadian Whiskey. And you might recall that we mentioned uh, there was like a burnt sugar taste to it, a, a general sweetness, a sugary type taste to it. And you can get that a lot from Canadian whiskeys, but I believe one of the guys from the other podcast actually mentioned um, a molasses flavor in there and that is a pretty common one for a rum finish so a lot of those flavors that we mentioned you can get from a rum finish like a molasses like a vanilla a toffee or like a brown sugar so a lot of like your darker type sugars and also sometimes from rum finishes you can get like a tropical fruit type flavor like a fruitiness that um, is introduced into the whiskey by that finishing process so rum finishes I don't see quite as much of but they are one of the more popular types so I figured I would bring it up. The next category, I want to be careful how I go about it because I kind of grouped three categories together. If you look up finishes, you're probably going to see these categories separated out individually, uh, but I grouped them together and I'll explain why. But the next type of finish is a wine finish. And I grouped together underneath wine finish, I also put port finishing and Madeira finishing. And the reason for that is that port and Madeira are both types of Portuguese wine. They're typically like a dessert wine and they're technically a type of wine. So I put them under wine finish. Um, but a lot of times because specifically port finishing and Madeira finishing are so common, you will actually see them separately on the list. You'll see wine finish and then you'll see port finish. If you look up a list of the different types of finishes. Now, as I mentioned, there are a lot of different types of wine, so you can see a whole lot of different types of notes depending on the wine. And the note list is going to be pretty heavily dependent on the wine. But what I will say is the notes you can expect from a wine finish is often like a fruity note, um, and you can get other notes that are, are almost nutty. You might remember from the Angel's Envy episode, um, that actually is finished in port wine casks, and it gives it this nice nuttiness, almost a bit of a dark chocolate as well, and that's what I like about Angel's Envy. And so those are some of the notes that you can expect from a wine finish, specifically with Angel's Envy, that's a port finish. And if I didn't mention it already, a wine finish, what I mean by that is that it is a wine barrel, a barrel that was used to age wine you are now putting your whiskey back into. And I don't know if I mentioned that, so that's important to note. Same thing for a rum finish. It's a barrel that used to have rum in it, and you take the whiskey and you put it into that barrel with no more rum in it. But it had the rum in it. It interacted with the wood. There's still a little, you know... Uh, an essence of that in there and so it imbues these different flavors on it and you can see this pretty distinctly if you taste different types of finishes as i mentioned the angel's envy has a very distinct flavor to it which i really like and it definitely would not have that flavor if it wasn't finished in the port wine casks so that is what is meant by a finish when it is a finish that had a type of alcohol in front of it it means that it, the barrel that you're finishing it in previously had that type of alcohol in it and then they aged that alcohol let's say wine in it they took all the wine out of it and now you're putting your whiskey in it to age it so the next type which is the same concept is a sherry finish 
One thing that I wanted to mention with a sherry finish. So sherry finishing is very common. We've had a few different sherry finished whiskeys on the show. And one thing I wanted to point out is you might hear um, like an Oloroso finish. That's a specific type of sherry. So kind of like champagne is a specific type of sparkling wine. I don't know if you knew that or not, but now you do. Um, Oloroso is a specific type of sherry. So I wanted to make that clarification because I had seen that before and been confused um, earlier in my whiskey drinking journey. And so I wanted to make sure I pointed that out. Now, sherry finishing, once again, you're going to maybe get some nuttiness from it. You're going to get dark fruits from it pretty often, and you can get different things like like a fig or like a date-type flavor. So hopefully that kind of paints a picture of what I mean by these dark fruits, sometimes red fruits. And also on occasion, especially I, I say often that I've gotten um, like a, a clove type flavor from sherry finishing. You can get that sometimes. Um, but overall you're going to get those types of dark fruits are going to be your most common that you see from sherry. Okay. Last, but certainly not least, the last type of finish is a beer finish. I'm definitely less experienced with these, but I have had a couple of Jameson's cask mates a while ago. So fun story. I actually went to an Irish festival, um, up near where I went to college, they had a, a, a festival going on with like Irish food and Irish beer. And of course they had a Jameson tasting booth there and they had Jameson cask mates. So I did try it there. And I think that might be the last and only time that I tried Jameson's cask mates. Um, but similar situation they're they're in i think they might say infusing online or they're essentially putting beer in these barrels and then dumping the beer out or selling the beer whatever they do with it and then they put the whiskey into these barrels and as with wine like you might expect you can get some pretty different types of flavors depending on the different types of beer so last i recall jameson had one that was made with an ipa and they also had one that was made with a stout uh beer and so those are going to have two pretty different flavor profiles but just in general you can expect a bit of hoppiness especially if it's an ipa barrel um so for those of you don't know hops are used to make beer hops are to beer kind of like corn is to bourbon similar idea and so hops give beer this almost citrusy type taste. If you've ever had a very quote unquote hoppy IPA, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. It reminds me, this is just personal, but th it reminds me of like grapefruit and skunk at the same time, but not a lot of skunk, like not disgusting, but, but just a little bit. I know that's kind of a very specific way of putting it. That's just what super duper hoppy IPAs remind me of. I'm not a big fan of IPAs. Um, but you can also, from a beer finish, get something like a caramel, something like a honey. As I mentioned, it depends heavily on the type of beer. And these are a little bit less popular, as I mentioned. They're a little bit newer. I think Jameson Caskmates is probably the most well-known, at least that I'm aware of. I know there are other um, scotches and Irish whiskeys. There are plenty of other whiskeys that do this so i don't want to give off the impression they don't but jameson is the most well-known one that i'm aware of the jameson cask mates so that is a very quick summary quick rundown of all the different types of finishes of whiskey once again this doesn't have every single exhaustive list of the different ways you can finish whiskey but these are the most popular that i think it's important to be aware of and so I just kind of wanted to run through them and run through different types that you can expect, the different things you can expect from these different types of finishes. But overall, when somebody's talking to you about a finish, 
they mean that this whiskey was created, it was aged in a barrel, they took it out of that barrel, and then they put it into a different type of barrel, usually either another brand new barrel, or what's more common is a barrel that previously had a different type of spirit, a different type of wine, a different alcoholic beverage in it, and they use that to finish, quote unquote, the whiskey and give it all these different flavors. So now if anybody mentions a finished whiskey, you know what they're talking about. But without further ado, I did leave us a little bit of time to go through this Infinity Bottle and get an idea of what we're tasting. So the downside to this Infinity Bottle, I would say, is to me, it doesn't really punch me with the flavor very much. You definitely taste the alcohol and you don't get quite as much flavor. But that's one of the risks you run with running an Infinity Bottle is maybe it's not going to end up tasting as good as you'd like it to. But what I will say is it has a little bit of a citrus definitely the smoky peatiness from the Laphroaig, and also there is some Johnny Walker in there. Um, And that definitely gives it a little bit of a smoke to it. And it also has a sweetness, almost like honey, that is accompanying that peatiness and makes it a little bit more bearable. And then lastly, there's definitely spiciness to it. There's definitely some kind of like a clove and maybe something I don't say super often like a ginger or something like that in there. And so it's interesting to see how all of these different types of whiskeys interact in here. Like I've mentioned, if you go back through the episode list, you can see all of the whiskeys that we've put into this thing. So there are a ton of different whiskeys in this infinity bottle. Um, Sometimes when people do infinity bottles, those of you who don't know, you do them specifically to try to make a good blended whiskey. Like maybe you want to put these specific scotches in it and make it this way. Or maybe you just use it to finish off your empty bottles. So there are a lot of different reasons to make infinity bottles. If you got a gulp left in a bottle, you pour it into your infinity bottle. Things like that. But this one just has every single whiskey that we've had on the show on it, uh, in it, sorry, in order to just see how it ends up tasting, just out of curiosity. Um, so that, I definitely have the earthiness that you would expect from the Laphroaig. Also, I'm realizing there is um, Balconis Texas Single Malt in here, which has that similar earthy graininess, and that is definitely in here. Um, and you can probably sit around long enough to get a little bit of a note from all of the ones that I've put in here. But I would say it's kind of washing out the lighter flavors of like the Jameson, and I believe I put Crown Royal in here in the beginning. Those light, kind of springy type flavors are definitely getting washed out of it a little bit. And now it's becoming very much like a, a mixed scotch, like a blended scotch. So it'll be interesting to see how this evolves as we get some more bourbons, some more Irish, some more Canadians, of course, all the different types of whiskey in here. But as of right now, even with all of those in here, it tastes a lot like a blended scotch to me. So that's pretty interesting. It's a fun little experiment to do, and hopefully you guys enjoy hearing about it. Um, But it's, it's definitely a cool way to mark the different milestones throughout the podcast. So I have been enjoying it. But that is all that I have for this episode. So hopefully you enjoyed learning about the different types of finishes and now you can apply that when you're looking into the different whiskeys that you want to buy or when it is brought up. Now you know what it means to have a whiskey that is finished and you know the different, most popular different types at least. That's all I've got for this episode today though. So I will leave you with learn to drink, drink to learn. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Whiskey Noobs. If you like the show, please make sure that you tell anyone you know who you think would be interested in the hobby or in the podcast. That way we can help to spread the word and continue to grow. Please also make sure to review the show on Apple Podcasts and share our posts on Instagram at whiskey underscore noobs or on TikTok at whiskey noobs podcast. Uh, It only takes a couple of minutes and it really does a lot to help spread the word and grow the podcast. Also, there is an email list for the show. If you'd like to join, you can just send an email to whiskey noobs podcast at gmail.com and in the subject line put email list i will add you to the list and then you'll be updated every month with the whiskeys that we will be drinking on the show throughout the month that way you can drink right along with us and see if you're getting the same notes once again thank you so much for listening to the show the whiskey noobs podcast does not support underage or otherwise irresponsible consumption of alcohol